1: From KQED.
0: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Tens of thousands of Kaiser Permanente healthcare workers in California are walking off the job this morning, starting a three day strike. A coalition of unions representing the workers are demanding wage increases, protections against the outsourcing of jobs, and increased staffing. Savonda Blaylock is a pharmacy technician in Tracy.
1: We are suffering. We've had a lot of people leave during. And after the pandemic, and unfortunately, those positions have not been replaced.
0: In a statement, Kaiser says it's still at the bargaining table, having worked throughout the night to try to come to an agreement. Kaiser says hospitals and emergency departments will stay open during the strike, but patients may see non-emergency surgeries rescheduled, and some pharmacies, labs, radiology, and optical locations may be closed or operating at reduced hours. In total, more than 75,000 Kaiser workers in five states and Washington, D.C. are taking part in the strike. In an unprecedented move in American politics, Bakersfield Republican Kevin McCarthy was ousted as House Speaker yesterday.
1: The yeas are 216. The nays are 210. The resolution is adopted. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid on the table. The office of Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives is hereby declared vacant.
0: KVPR's Joshua Yeager has the reaction from McCarthy's home district and what this means for the Republicans' political future. McCarthy says he won't run for House Speaker again. His political future is unclear. Constituents in his Bakersfield district, like David Brust, are wondering what happens now. I think Kevin McCarthy's doing a great job. And I'll say this. Who are they going to replace him with? Has anybody even had that conversation? Who are they going to replace him with? Despite his troubles in Washington, local support remains strong. Recent redistricting has only strengthened his seat, with no Republican challengers in this farm and oil-heavy district. For Bakersfield residents like Judy Fleming, McCarthy's House Speakership was a short-lived point of pride.
1: I was very proud of him. That's a long ways from Bakersfield to Washington, D.C. So I was very proud of him and I hope that things will continue.
0: Some voters say they view McCarthy's removal as a political distraction. For The California Report, I'm Joshua Yeager in Bakersfield.
1: Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of The California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California.
0: California has a new U.S. Senator. LaFonza Butler was sworn in yesterday by Vice President Kamala Harris. Here's a clip of that. And that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office upon which you are about to enter. So help you God. I will. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) Butler's appointment to the Senate by Governor Gavin Newsom follows last week's death of longtime Senator Dianne Feinstein. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos has been following the story and joins me now. Hey, Marisa. All. So uh, tell us about Butler. Like a lot of Californians, I didn't know a lot about her until just a few days ago. And I'm sure many feel the same way.
1: Uh, absolutely. This is not a household name. Well known within the political co- sort of Democratic circles, though. Uh, most recently, now Senator Butler was running Emily's List. They uh, raised money to help seed campaigns for pro-choice Democratic women. But before that, the kind of bulk of her experience was really in the labor movement. She was a national organizer for SEIU. And then she came to California and headed that union. Um, And in that role, she represented hundreds of thousands of low-income, mainly women of color, uh, in-home care workers, nursing home workers. And she was a big advocate for them.
0: Now, prior to her death, Feinstein announced that she wasn't going to seek re-election for another six-year term in the Senate. So the race to replace her is already really well underway, right? Mm -hmm. Remind us who's running again.
1: Yeah, well, the three big names are three members of Congress, uh, Los Angeles uh, Congressman Adam Schiff, Orange County Congresswoman Katie Porter, and then Oakland Congresswoman Barbara Lee. Um, You know, they're all... Sort of big Democratic names, very well known in California, especially Schiff and Porter. <clears throat> However, when um, asked about this after he had appointed our first Latino senator, Alex Padilla, uh, Newsom had promised that he would appoint a black woman if Diane Feinstein did not finish her term. And so he had been under a lot of pressure to consider putting Barbara Lee into that seat. He said he did not want to put his thumb on the scale, Um, but then he appointed Butler, and it's notable that he has not made her promise not to run. He said there were no preconditions on this appointment, so, you know, we'll see what's next.
0: And what about the person who has the job now, namely Lafonza Butler, will she run, and what are some of the challenges she might face cobbling together an election campaign this quickly?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I will say, I think we're all waiting to see what she decides. My kind of instinct is that she will. Um, I think it's a, you know, she gave up a big job to take this job. She will have the power of incumbency. But to your point, she's far, far behind her uh, competitors if she does run. And how
0: would her entry into the race, if she does enter the race, how would that kind of rearrange the furniture of the campaign and of the election?
1: Yeah, I think it would be a really tough thing for Barbara Lee. Um, You know, she is the other black woman in the race or the one black woman in the race at this point. I do think that it will be a tough race and it would really kind of, I think, uh, open up a question as to whether Porter and Schiff would actually uh, end up in the runoff next November.
0: And finally, what does this all mean for Governor Gavin Newsom, who, of course, picked this person to be in the Senate?
1: Yeah, not to mention our Secretary of State and Attorney General. The man has had an inordinate amount of appointments, and that is a double-edged sword. You, you make some enemies when you do that. But I think this one is a real win for him, especially if Butler can run and win. Um, he will have both U.S. senators who, you know, are close to him, kind of owe him something. And LaFonza Butler is not only uh, a black woman, but she's openly gay and is only 44 years old. So a long career potentially ahead for her if she chooses to run. And Cohen.
0: All right, we have been talking to KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos. Marisa, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at Irvine.org. Hint fruit-infused water with no sugar or diet sweeteners with more than 25 flavors including watermelon and pineapple in stores or delivered from Hintwater.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute, advancing the frontiers of ocean science, exploration, and discovery on the web at schmidtocean.org. And that is the California Report on this news-packed Wednesday, October 4th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez in L.A. Thanks for listening, and have a great day out there. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, with an S. Thanks.